0: This is the Calm and Chaos Podcast, episode 27. I'm Thomas. I'm Casey. I'm Austin. I'm Dakota. And I'm Jaden. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. Is the world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or
1: other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion.
0: We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets. We're also working, at, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings.
1: Welcome back to the Comic Chaos Podcast, episode 27!
0: Casey's here. Hi, Casey. Hi. Welcome. (laughs) I'm
2: here to defend my ideas that are being stolen.
0: (laughs) We've been talking about you for a long time on this podcast. I'm glad you finally got to come out. Um, i mean I, was, I guess this was actually the first time you I'm, got invited but... <laughs>
3: say, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you
2: finally invited him to your podcast i'm really glad i got invited while i was at work to come after work yeah.
0: <laughs> i mean it's not my podcast the podcast it's is, is, the podcast. Podcast. is our, it's out it's, it's no the project is my baby the podcast was not my idea
2: it's it's casey's podcast today it's casey's
0: podcast it's today
2: this is a hostile takeover this is a coup d'etat talk <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my
0: podcast <laughs>
3: You get the uh, proceeds from this one that we uh, don't get ever. All right. So, cool. Yeah.
0: I yeah. appreciate that. Okay. Anyways, um, so we for every guest we have, we usually do a little bit of an intro. Um, talk about, you know, growing up. Uh, basically, get into whatever you want to, where you went to school. Um, hobbies, if you had them. Um, sports, if you got into sports. Don't do that to my water. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... nice. After that, um, we'll. I'll, I'll have more questions for you after that. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, go go into yeah. Growing up, um, school, hobbies, interests, um, sports, and then we'll go from there. All right,
2: my name's Casey. I'm an Aquarius. If anybody was curious. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, I'm an Aquarius. That's my uh. You're site. so an Aquarius. <laughs> I am. Now this is a real Aquarius thing too. but anyway, so I went to school with all these guys here. Um, I was in the same class as Jaden, Dakota, and uh, what? And Matt. And Matt, yeah. Um,
3: when I did,
1: wasn't
2: really. When did you start, Amanda Heights? I started in first, first grade. grade. First grade. I, I went to Freeport when I was in kindergarten, so pretty oh. much what you can say was a. Uh, Pretty hardcore, really. <laughs> you
1: know? He grew up in the streets. Yeah, you
2: know. <laughs> I mean,
1: I came, I came in second grade, so I feel. I went to Kiski first and a week of second. All right, cool. So we should that street yeah. one. You we know, that we that grew real... up in the streets. Pretty much, <laughs> much. Like, yeah. You
0: went, Macro went to Nock for yeah. a while. Until second grade. So That'd we, we hood wow. hood. Uh, I was
1: real... Real hood. Dakota and Thomas out
0: here, private school kids.
1: (laughs) Private or die.
3: (laughs) Gang gang, since potty train. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) All right. I actually hate that one, so (laughs) feel free to use that. Casey. All right, so, yeah, I came in
2: first grade. Um, What's funny is is that I was actually so stupid that I had to take extra preschool or I would have been in uh, the grade ahead of you guys, so... That's kind of a little fun fact right there.
3: Yeah, but you're glad you were, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Definitely. Okay, okay,
3: but think about the class ahead of us.
2: Fair. That's a fair point.
3: That's what I mean. I'm You'd rather have it. us? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it'd be you,
1: Luke, and Adam. My man. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, and Davey. And David.
2: Uh, I have nothing against those guys. <laughs> but uh there's not really much to say about the early years uh as far as my upbringing goes i would say relatively that mine was probably the most tumultuous i don't know what that word means smaller (laughs) word chaos filled with strife
3: (laughs) there you go perhaps
2: at least on the further side of that i was came from a divorced household uh See, I was uh, below the poverty line my entire life. I actually it was below the poverty line until I had the job that I have now.
3: But for, uh, I you.
2: suppose that's that's I'm not that high above the poverty <laughs> line now. I, I'm like <laughs> I'm like standing on it. And, that's how I feel. How I feel. I feel like that's probably influenced me more than I could even think of. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's There's not really too much to say about the early years. I didn't really get involved with you guys until after high school.
3: Which is crazy because we knew you almost our whole life.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I knew. I, well, we
1: knew
3: each well, other. Right. Well, right. I mean, but, we know. saw
2: each other almost
1: every day for I, our entire life, for a long period. I think we started really becoming friends senior year, but we didn't. No, yeah, not really. I mean, just a little bit. Like, I started to learn who you were <laughs> senior year. Speaking. And then, and then, like, when we went to Jamaica, you became a different person.
2: Uh, actually, I... I just started acting instead of just, <laughs> you know, instead of sitting around, you know, hating existence or, you know, being like, oh, I hate all these people here. You're like, I might as well try I actually, bit. I had a goal and I pursued that goal on the Jamaica trip. Oh, okay. So that's, well, it wasn't different than you guys were used to seeing as be like, in school with you guys, I didn't have a goal. My goal was to go home. <laughs> My goal was to come to school, go home, and eventually get a nice, nice piece of paper that says that I can move on. Yeah. But uh, now the Jamaica trip was cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, that was there was that. I got to know you guys better on that one. I would say, got to do some some team building. You know, some real team building experiences. I I will say that
1: every experience in my life that I've had where I had to spend a week with people, you, like them or hate them before, afterwards you respect them
4: too much' well, I can't, I can't agree wow. well. as, a, as a person I, can't agree like, with I learned a lot
1: of people that
2: I really didn't like a lot of people on that
1: trip that, that's fair but like like just spending that much time with people for me <laughs> it's like okay like I there's no reason for me to hate that one thing about you that I hated beforehand. It's like I, I, I understand more about people when you spend that much time with well, them.
2: Well, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You, you get to know what people are about. That doesn't mean I don't. You know. Yeah, that's fair. No. I, yeah,
1: You just understand a little bit better why you hate them. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I wouldn't say yeah. age just why I don't respect yeah. them. You know yeah, what yeah,
2: I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but and he, I, is... So after school, I started hanging out with these guys. I like to attribute that to the fact that I got a smartphone Probably. because yeah, I didn't a have part. a smartphone until I was 19 years old. That's a big part. I had a cool ass flip phone for like <laughs> years and years. It made a really good doorstop, really good like paperweight. Yeah, they were One fun time to throw. I stuck it under. Yeah, they were fun to throw, used as a hockey puck, all this kind of fun stuff. Then I got a smartphone and everybody was like, oh, hey, you should join group chats. he exists? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh.
0: Okay. Honest, honestly, I feel you. I didn't get. I mean, I wasn't. I was still in high school, but I don't. I think it was my senior year when I finally got a sort of smartphone. It was like a stupid smartphone, like yeah. a track yeah. phone. Like, no, it was like a track phone, but like ultra track phone. Like you would swipe right on the home screen, it and would maybe, take ten seconds to yeah, go to the next yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, Mine does that. Twenty nine dollar track phone. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was probably it, about fifty yep. bucks. My uh-huh. my, my eight hundred dollar phone does that now.
2: <laughs> Man, don't you feel stupid? Eh? <laughs> it's so bad. But after that, I I I started hanging out with everybody a little bit actually, and then I took another hiatus for a I'm, while yeah, yeah i disappeared for like what probably 10 months to i a was year? gonna say
3: nine or 10 months probably yeah Something so like that, that was why i
2: was going through my emt certification class which is the job i have and then after i finished my certification class and was in it a few months uh, i came back uh, things were very very different when i came back like uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> the we, vibes have. i changed. felt like i missed quite a bit we
1: started becoming <laughs> friends <laughs> with casey and we were like, yeah, dude, Casey's a cool dude. Let's hang out with him more. And then Casey disappeared for a year and then
2: came back. And he's like, I'm an EMT now. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I came back and I went hiking. And that was the first thing I did did back. I, it was with Jake, Matt, Autumn, and I, I don't know who else was there.
4: I don't was, think I was.
2: There was somebody it was else not there. not me. And I just, rags. It was rags. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and uh yeah i we went to mcconnell's mill and hiked and then i, I came back and had to kind of reacquaint myself with uh the goings-ons and here we are <laughs> yeah and we've been stealing casey's ideas ever since yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs>
0: yeah I, I mean i didn't really get to start to know you until geez this year till we started, started the podcast till you till you came shooting with us mm-hmm. the first it time
2: was, that was after i came back the second time. that was the yeah. first yeah that yeah. was
0: last summer that would have been probably about a year ago. Yeah, was the first time that I ever really hung out with you. Dang,
2: <laughs> bet you regret it, huh? I mean, if you <laughs> hated if you hated
0: everybody, we probably would have been friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. Thomas also hated everybody.
0: I didn't. I I came out of my shell a little bit earlier. I think senior year. It was no. Nah, it was it was it was like sophomore year. Oh really? Yeah, it was the summer between my freshman and sophomore mm-hmm. years when is when it really started to. And then it was, like, my senior year whenever I became really good friends with you guys. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, because Macker and Malencia left me, and right. I was like, well, I've right. got nobody now.
1: <laughs> I think... Yeah, so th- why I'm saying I think we became better friends senior year is because you joined the soccer team.
2: Yeah, for, like, half the year. My <laughs> yeah, grades weren't too good. Yeah, so. but, like, it just... And then I almost killed myself. Yeah, the they, they jumped off an yeah, 18-foot yeah. wall. But like That's Rags' fault. He sent it over the yeah, thing, and to retrieve the ball and... You know, then I, 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 I woke up say, 25 I minutes later. I say it wasn't his fault. Dude, so. I,
1: I, st- like, I went and like, this past year, I was at Grove City? Is that where Geneva. it was? Geneva. Sure. Geneva. I was at Geneva, and I like it was daylight, and I looked over that wall. I was like, holy
2: That's crap. like nearly a two-story drop. You fell far. <laughs> yeah, I actually learned later, uh, after I got my certification, that I should have been flown to Pittsburgh. Oh, good. Yeah, I should have been put straight in a helicopter.
3: Didn't you walk back to the bench?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he just sat there and watched the rest of the game. I watched after, the rest of the game. After, like, two And then hours. I went
2: to tanning Hospital. Yeah. Do you want to tell the story? Like, what happened? Uh, I guess I can. Yeah. All right, so like, uh, like Jaden said, I was on the soccer team, but I wasn't really that much on the soccer team because my grades were so terrible, and I didn't care. It was just something to do at that point. So the championship rolls around. There's a bit of rivalry that I know nothing about because I, I, I really could not give.
0: Shout out to Portersville. We still hate you. <laughs> Except Boda. I like you. Boda. I can't
2: even remember Portersville at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, screw it. I'll, I'll ride along on the bus with the team or whatever. We're going. And actually, I was just going to sit there and watch. I can't remember who it was. Somebody dragged me down the bench was like, hey, you should come sit with the team. And I was like, no, I don't really want to do that. They're like, nah, you should do it. And finally, I don't know. I can't remember who it Honestly, was. Actually,
0: they... it might have been me.
2: Might have been. This see, is this your fault. This might be your <laughs> fault. <laughs> I was like, fine, whatever. Soccer. So I go, they're doing their pregame warm up stuff. And they start kicking uh, balls in the net as you do in a game of soccer. Yes, see? So see. they're doing a little bit of warm up. And uh, our friend Nathan, uh, he pulled his classic move and he sent the ball you know, 20 feet over the net. And it went <laughs> over this little wall. I'm like, Cool, I'll go get it. So I hop this little fence. No big deal. Anyone can hop a fence that's, you know, four feet tall. All right, here's a wall. I'm like, I can see the building. You know, the next building, it's on a level ground from, like, from here. No problem. Jump over. I wake up 25 minutes later. (laughs) Blood pouring out of my face. There's apparently a big dent on the ground where I landed. And I'm
3: hitting It was concrete,
2: wasn't it? No, it was
1: grass, thankfully. okay. Okay. Concrete this might be. A it could have been story. concrete. I don't actually. I think there was recall. a sidewalk down there.
3: Either there way There is a sidewalk down there. I don't know if you I don't know that he I don't know.
1: I woke up
2: I woke up wandering around. Um and then I went up to I got found by somebody. I don't remember who it was. I think it was took, my dad. I don't know who it was. Anyway, they took me up to I think it was Pastor Jeff, and Pastor Jeff took me over to the medical thing. Mm. And it was all pre med and med students running it apparently. And they're like, uh, we should probably get you an ambulance. I was like, no, you're not getting me an ambulance. I'm totally fine. <laughs> I can't afford an ambulance. I had insurance, so I could afford an ambulance. But I convinced all these people that I didn't need an ambulance. I still had no idea what time it was. I was knocked unconscious after a two-story fall. So, uh, yeah, I convinced a bunch of future doctors that I was fine and could uh, go home. <laughs> so, I. The game still had started at this point. No, we're, we were and still so in warm ups. Somebody had said something, was like, Do you want me to call somebody? I was like, No, I want to watch the game. So, I sat down and watched the hour and a half, two hour game or whatever. And so, then, from, from my perspective, we're doing warm ups.
1: It's cold outside. It, what, what, I wasn't cold. I was freezing. It, was it freezing. wasn't pretty
3: chilly. It, it was, was chilly. It was chilly.
1: Okay, you're you're insane yeah, and you I know, like the cold. I, F- I, 40s, was, I was literally 40s, just wearing I a
0: hoodie and I was fine. It was probably yeah, I, hoodie on I
1: was wearing shorts and a soccer jersey. I'm freezing. Okay. But I remember we, we, we finish warm-ups and I come running back to the bench and Casey's standing behind the bench with blood pouring down his forehead. And I looked at and I was like, dude, what happened? Are you okay? I don't like, remember this conversation. Yeah, but I remember this vividly. <laughs> I was like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. I was like, what happened? And he's like, I don't remember. <laughs> I was like, D-. I was like, D- well, like, uh, what? What do you mean you don't remember? And he was like, I don't remember. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'll clean the blood off later. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then what we, a go, guy. we go back to school and Casey
3: doesn't come back to school. And I was like, did he die? Like- I will say, I remember very vividly Casey multiple times said, I got the ball. Yeah, did I get the ball? Oh though? yeah, you, you brought did. the ball back. Right? Yeah, then it's fine. I, 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 I <laughs> was I up at the, the goal. Yeah, I was up at the concession stand in line, and I seen you walking back with a bloody face and the ball. <laughs> and I don't know why I never registered that something might have been wrong in that moment. I was just like. What, you like, trip over the wall? I thought he got hit in the face with a ball or <laughs> I, something. I figured you, like, went to jump the wall and, like, tripped over it or something, like, face planted. I was like, I oh, no big I deal. I did do No that. big deal, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? I was like, I mean, that kind of sucks. Because I, I fell head first from right. what I understand. Well, I mean, usually landing on you know faces bleeding. It's usually how that goes. But well, I didn't yeah. even
1: know he went over the wall. I just I watched
3: him go over the wall.
1: So did my I, dad. Yeah, I watched him Jumped happened. over
3: with a spring in my step, kind of. Never, never in a million years, because it was pitch. It was like pitch black outside of the yeah. lights, because it was it was dark. Yeah, was never in a million dark. years did I think that that wall was any more than maybe six feet no. to the ground. You nobody, know what I mean? Nobody For, did. It, but I'm like way up in the bleachers at almost the top of it, looking over. And I never would have guessed it so like him being right there jumping I, why would he know unless you knew the place like why i said would i know? could see
2: the building across the field and it was on level it ground sound
3: eight, logic. So i was like it sounded logic it just wasn't accurate if there's anything to take in this story it's
1: look before you jump Mm-mm. and if you can't see the bottom be careful when you jump <laughs> uh so <Maybe> don't <laughs> what happened with that like that fall you got a concussion like what oh, was like it? a
2: major concussion like they said that I was very lucky I didn't Chatter my skull and all that good stuff, and so I went to the I went to the ER <laughs> in Katanning, <laughs> 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 which is uh, two hours away from Geneva College, and the same day or the next day. No, I was straight from there. Oh, okay. And uh, they were like, "Yeah, you have a concussion." I was like, "I figured as much." Yeah, I <laughs> they like never gave that. me any instructions or anything, so I just went home. And I you know I watched some TV or whatever the next day, and oh, that's good. I go to bed start just having these vivid hallucinations.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: Apparently it was so bad, my mom drove me to the hospital again. Wow. She's like, Can you go to h- the hospital. Well, I don't remember. I was hallucinating. Uh, and then I was on – I was out of school for a day or two, and then I was on half days for like two or three weeks or something like that. And then I was on – I didn't have to go to chapel because of the flashy lights. Loud noises. Loud noises. Um I might have milked that a little bit flashy <laughs> lights flashy lights were definitely my fault i loved those flashy <laughs> lights they were, they were flashy I guess, yeah. <laughs> um yeah like it could have been a lot worse than it was like like i said i fit all criteria be put in a helicopter and flown to like the nearest trauma center i'm glad you didn't that would have ruined my game i think it would have been <laughs> fun i don't know <laughs> would have sucked for me we probably wouldn't have
1: had the game
3: Nah. See, I would. No I didn't man. want to ruin everybody's time. Like, but like,
1: honestly, if you would have gotten life lighted out of there, I don't think we would have continued with the helicopter landing in the center of the. Fire. I don't know. Yeah, like we, had, we he was no... ineligible anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: I was ineligible. We had no bond at this point.
1: No. Yeah, but like, I think just like out of like, don't say respect. No, I wasn't going to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, I think just like sheer <clears throat> like care for the adults. Human. Yeah, the adults would have just been like, ah, we shouldn't do this. I don't know. But like I'm glad you didn't die. I feel like, I'm <laughs> glad you guys won the game. I feel like the game would have went on, but it would have
3: just been an absolute shutout.
2: Yeah, I don't know if we would have won if Casey died. Yeah. <laughs> I gave up my uh, my life force. Guys <laughs> for the L. I made it have been ineligible. It, w- it would have
3: been an L. For sure.
1: Okay, so. Uh you almost died. Yeah. We became friends.
2: <laughs> yeah about sums it up that's then, good. then
1: you went on a hiatus became an emt while you were gone came back what what else is there
0: what made you decide to go into emt stuff
2: all right um so i know this lady and she's kind of a close family friend she goes hey you should go get your emt and i was like yep okay that's it yeah that's the story <laughs> wow that's <laughs> and you and then, i was incredibly bored so and yeah. so
3: now do you regret the decision ah uh, some, some days but like well,
1: do I you think. like being an emt like uh yeah i do what does it in, so what i know your day-to-day isn't thrilling but like what be. do you do
2: uh basically where i work is a service that does both 911 emergency calls direct emergency calls like a direct line and we do non-emergent transports can you guess which one i hate non-emergent transports yes (laughs) (laughs) uh that's that's actually really the ones that are monotonous or the ones that make me just like not want to be an emt i like I'm not saying any glory or nothing like that, but I like to get my blood pump, and I like to, you know... The adrenaline. It's yeah. the adrenaline. It is simply like adrenaline. something that
3: actually might be a life or death situation yeah. for oh, someone. Yeah. You yeah, love the car crashes.
2: Uh, it's not just car crashes. like extreme medicals. Like, I love strokes. Strokes oh. are very... <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay, wait. I want to hear that, because
1: I don't understand what a stroke is. All but- right. So, uh... <clears throat> a- can, you, can you reenact one? No, please don't. All right. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when Casey fell off the wall. Yeah.
2: Oh, I could have actually had a type of stroke called a hemorrhagic stroke. Mm. Which is also known as a head bleed, that's when you get, you know. I knew that one. It's like blood bleed bleed in your brain. Essentially it's you having a stroke because of trauma or something like that, or vessel pops. But a stroke is basically something causes a part of your brain to be have oxygen cut off to it, and it's usually one sided. So that's when you get your like one sided weakness, you get your slurred speech, like half the face droops kind of thing. I had that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a stroke, it was Bell's palsy. Same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. But, but no, I like those because uh, they're on a timetable, actually. You can only get uh, treatment within the first four hours, and then after that, it becomes very ineffective. Mm. So when you ever have something confirmed like that, and you're like, oh, I know this is a stroke, you're on a timetable. It's, it's very exciting. Okay. So what do you, how do you treat that? What do you do? Uh, you, you use a little diesel. Uh, Legit? Legit. Yeah, you just you just slam the accelerator and get to the nearest. Oh. center. <laughs> I thought
3: you meant you like like let them sniff diesel, diesel or something. You soak a rag and diesel, no. and kind of like chloroform. That's what no, I, Pretty that, much. That's yeah. what my brain was thinking. <laughs> diesel wakes no, the. No, there's not much. You right
2: can, not much you can do. You have to just treat the symptoms. Uh, like if it's causing them to have trouble breathing, give them oxygen. Uh, I'm not a paramedic, so I can't do like IVs and a lot of medications. But could I, you do them? No. No, like like legally, no. But like, could you? Could
1: I do you know how? Like, uh, <clears throat> if rules
3: didn't matter, could you? I could probably, yeah, I could it would.
2: not, not every med, but like a lot of the simple ones. Uh, yeah, dude. Okay, wait, listen to this. So,
1: one of the ladies that went on our trip to Guatemala, she's a physician's assistant, and they brought a bunch of drugs down to Guatemala mm-hmm. to leave there for them for health reasons, and they brought stuff for us too. And I was asking her the type of stuff she had. She was like, oh, I got this, this, and that. And I got liquid ibuprofen. And I was like, oh, oh that's weird. Never heard of that. She's like, oh, yeah, I got a syringe for it. And I was like, wait, hold on. You just brought liquid ibuprofen and a syringe? And she was like, yeah. I was like, well, what do we need that for? Why don't you just... You
2: realize a just... syringe is that not actually the pointy part, right? The, uh, uh, yeah. What is it? Depends on what pointy part we're talking about. But the yeah. thing that you inject people with. What is it, Casey? Well, it is a syringe, a, a but it's needle? got a needle on it. it yeah. Okay. Well, it's one of those. She <laughs> brought a needle. She brought a whole thing. And I was like, what is it's that got for? got needles on a plane?
1: You can put it in checked luggage. Wow. I brought a machete a
2: That's true. So did I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you brought...
1: But um, she, I was like, what do you need that for? She's like, well, you never know if I have to sedate you. And I think it was a joke, but I was like, still, why did we bring a whole needle and syringe kit? Like, what?
2: A, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. You said there was a question with that. I... No.
0: Oh, Did yeah, I? Yeah, you did. You did. You I, this... definitely said there was a question. Oh, why
1: would we bring that? That's my question. I don't know.
2: She's a PA. She'd
1: know
0: better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Sorry. Casey, Casey just drives people places. <laughs> I, I you have ever per... shoot
3: up ibuprofen before?
2: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I, <laughs> I didn't, it. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Never got curious, huh? Well, yeah, but I can do some certain things. Uh, I can do some basic invasive stuff like uh oral airways and stuff but i can't i can't really do that much i can do more than like someone with first aid but a lot of it is just diagnosing the issue and determining it's a lot of it's just discernment how fast to get to the hospital not how fast who i need to get them to like if uh oh like say i was in a car accident is this person bad enough they need to go to a trauma center is this person is this person having symptoms that would be indicative of like i need a paramedic mm-hmm. or just How, so what's
1: your, we don't have to get specific, but like, what's your range? Like how far out do you take a call to where, what's the length back to a center?
2: Uh, It depends. We go. Like
1: what's the farthest?
2: Like on an emergent call? or Like transport. Because transport would be totally different. You can go across state lines for that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so
1: say that you get, you get called in for a car accident and it's like the farthest out that your
2: like area is. How far is that? Uh, if we ground pound like emergency with with lights on. Hour twenty. Wow, holy. That's rent. depending on traffic, but like, right, I, I'm, right. I'm going for like moderate traffic on that, that. That's one way, or that's both. That's one way. Wow, God, I wouldn't have Like, like if I need, if it. like if we need to go to a trauma center, like we we're going. To... And you're the only guy
3: available. Yeah, <laughs> well,
2: more than likely, if that's the case, I'm just gonna be the driver for the excursion. I'll yeah. help. I'll help my paramedic partner on scene with what they need to do, and then I'll be driving.
0: So you do you drive with a paramedic then? Yeah. Okay.
2: And if the call's not that bad, they'll drive me. It's all about discernment. Mm. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: That's really cool. That's far. I wouldn't have thought it was that far. Yeah, no, I, mean, I was mean, thinking
2: like to. maybe 20 minutes. No, the one we were going to, we had one today we were, when we ground pounded, we considered going south and it was going to take close to an hour, 15, hour, 20. Wow. That's insane. Especially That's in the rain, it probably would have been closer to hour 40. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. That's
1: crazy. Wait, you told me a story before about you in the snow with the ambulance, and it was super sketchy.
2: Remember when we went on that Oh, hike? yeah. We ran uh, so there was a blizzard or something, and it was somebody having a hemorrhagic stroke, and they couldn't fly any helicopters, and they couldn't get any critical care teams. So they were like, you know what? Screw it. A paramedic and in Indian team is going to do. And so they sent us the paperwork, and we went and picked them up from one hospital and drove them in a blizzard – an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> it probably was probably closer to an hour in the middle of a blizzard to an actual center down south and it was it was bad like no, it, it was bad because I... we went out the next day on that hike can i be honest with you my asshole was clenched to the seat the whole time right? <laughs> like suction cupped. died <laughs> yeah i remember you telling us the story and you were like dude i thought we were gonna die i did yeah i was like I was like, we're either gonna get there, or we're gonna be dead too. So, like, or no, it wasn't a stroke. It was somebody whose aorta had uh, what's called dissection, and it was opening. So if that happens, they made it that long. It was not a va- it was not a very bad dissection.
3: I was, was gonna say, I feel thing. like you don't normally get an hour. No, for that. no,
2: that's that's the kind of thing. that Unless you're on the uh, like surgical table mm, as it's happening, yeah, then you're, right. you're a goner. That's
3: kind of what I thought.
2: And you've been on calls where people have died. Yes. How
1: does how that, because I know we've talked about, like, me and you have talked about, like, death before and how mm-hmm. it affects you. But, like, so how do you feel about those types of calls?
2: Uh, the way I see it, uh, they were going to die anyway. So, like, nothing that I was going to do is going to really change that if they still do. Gave them their best shot. If if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That might sound callous, but realistically.
3: I feel like you kind of have to be for that kind if of they were though. If they
2: were going to die, they were going to do it anyway. We showed up. We did our best. <clears throat> It didn't work out.
1: Do you have people on your team that don't feel that way and they're like because super? Most
2: people don't feel that way. Oh, okay. So,
1: like, they're super, like, broken up about it when pe- oh, yeah. they lose yeah, people lose people? Yeah, dude,
2: I've, I've had partners just cry about things and I can't help them, obviously, but. <laughs> <laughs> not the guy. Casey's there, like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, not oh, not guy. that bad. I usually just go, like, you want to talk to somebody? <laughs> not, <laughs> not me, but not somebody. Gonna, I can find somebody for but you. Yeah. Sucks. Oh, well. I haven't had anything like that recently, but, uh, there's been a couple of times. Uh, no, nah, it doesn't really bother me, honestly.
0: Dang. What's the craziest call you've ever been on?
2: If you can talk about. Uh, without getting into any too bad of specifics, had a dude who slammed into a bridge once. And, oh, uh that sounds
3: fun. I don't know
2: how he wasn't dead, because he had everything wrong with him from his neck down. Like The only mm-hmm. thing that was fine was his neck and above. <laughs> this dude ribs broken femurs broken hips broken ankles broken gosh man and this dude was able to tell us like his name and stuff and
0: (laughs) as soon as we put him in
2: the bird i was like that dude ain't making it (laughs) and he's still alive today so dang wow like i
1: i can't even imagine because like when i got into my wreck like all that happened was that i hurt my hand don't know how but the seatbelt just from hitting at the speed that i hit at i like couldn't breathe for like five Minutes like I was struggling. This guy didn't have to
2: worry about that, he didn't have a seatbelt on. (laughs)
1: Well, that's probably why he he hit so hard.
3: That's probably why he lived.
1: (laughs) Um, no, dude, if I didn't have a seatbelt on, my wreck would have been really bad.
2: Yeah, you'll have that.
3: Yeah, (laughs) you'll have that on the big jobs. Yeah, big jobs. Yeah, (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. there's just really not too much to say. It's like I can't say a lot because if anybody knows anything about HIPAA, you know, that's that's pretty big. I don't want to lose my numbers. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: No, that's that's perfectly fine um from let's see from there um you said you're going to paramedic school correct that is correct yes
2: i gonna hopefully learn how to stick people with needles that way i can do the riding in the back you know instead of uh all the driving
1: uh so what does that entail like what do you have to do for paramedic school
2: uh you got to go through your program then you got to get your you got to do all your a bunch of clinical stuff you got to go to hospitals you got to do truck time and then you gotta do national registry stuff. And then you get your certification, and uh, yeah, it sucks. How much
1: of that is like actual college schooling?
2: Quite a bit. A lot of it, it, okay. it is a year of college schooling. It is worth credits.
1: And then, and then after that year, it's just like in. No, you field. do all that
2: simultaneously <clears throat> in a year. Oh, okay. So you're doing a year's worth of uh, college credits and schooling. I think I think it's equivalent of like. I actually I have no idea. So <laughs> I, I can't tell you. Uh, and then while you're doing that, you're also doing truck time. Okay. You're also doing hospital time. You getting paid for that too? No. Oh. No. <laughs> no. On top of working a full-time job. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. So you're doing all three. Yeah, you have to do all that stuff. You have to you have to do truck time, hospital time, you know, your actual class to get the certification wow. kind of thing.
1: And then you're still going to be whatever you're doing now. So yeah, still got
2: to work full-time. Dang, dude.
0: Good luck. <laughs> Holy crap! That's why you said you needed to be on the podcast before that. Yeah, <laughs> that is why. Because I was like, I know I won't have time. He's like, I won't see you guys in two years. <laughs> um, It'll
2: only be a year.
3: third It highest. all happens at one time. In
1: case he's throwing his phone away, he's cracking down, it getting it done. It's uh, you know, it's one of those things. Um, okay, so do you want to get into guns, or are we going to get into like personal beliefs? How you
0: want to do this? Just, Just toss it. a coin. Let's do well, no, a coin. Let's, let's do guns first because I feel like personal <laughs> beliefs can get long-winded it will okay guns firearms introduction to them when did you ever first start getting into them until now
2: i hate like... firearms they're evil mm-hmm. get off my <laughs> podcast <laughs> all right i'll see you guys later it's been, uh, been good see you Casey. um i'm pretty much i've had guns around pretty much my whole life but i never really started using them until i was like old enough to do junior hunting i can't remember exactly when that was very hazy on that one it's just it, that i think i started with squirrel hunting so i did like shotguns and stuff moved Love on to bolt squally. action rifles do some deer hunting it wasn't up until recently that i actually started getting into the handgun stuff like i was very inexperienced with handguns until i bought my sig so
0: sig gang
2: sig gang baby
0: <laughs> gucci glock <laughs> yeah
2: shut up. yeah i got uh, Don't have a
0: gucci glock shut up <laughs>
1: You're right. so you have a, a stock,
0: boring Glock.
1: Yeah, my Glock's really pretty, it's though. It's coyote, though. <laughs> it's better. Peanut
3: butter, brother.
1: Yeah, all you guys have boring black guns.
2: In my defense, I wanted the coyote Sig, but they didn't have it because That's it was true. in the middle of that COVID stuff. And I was like, you know what? I, I need a handgun. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, we weren't really at a uh, choosy choosy time no, that for
2: was, us oh they have this one i wanted the 45 too but they i did it.
3: actually get the one i wanted but i had to wait like four months <laughs> i'm
2: not gonna lie i wanted a black gun <laughs> but now that i have it i love mine
3: <clears throat> okay guns go i
2: was just finished talking about my sig <laughs> uh, No, i got a sig, full-size sig p320 that's my concealed gun and uh, everyone makes fun of me for it because it's is, huge which is fair I, I mean i probably deserve it it prints prints pretty bad your slide is the size
0: of my forearm. Yeah. <laughs> it does that, have that's what barrel size? Is that? Yeah, that's a no
3: size idea. Full. Big. It's a five?
0: Five or five and a half? I don't know. It's full I don't know. It's full size, size.
3: Full size. Jamie, look it up.
0: <laughs> Give me a second.
3: It's full I, size P320. I,
0: I was gonna make a wiener. I think joke. it's. A, I think it's. I think it's a five. <laughs> my ju-
2: that yeah, my justification is honestly that I want something that I can shoot, and I can't shoot little pistols very well. That's
3: fair. It's
2: fair. So if I'm gonna use it, I'm gonna use it. You know, that is what it is. Very fair. On top of that, I've got I've got an AR. Uh, it's not really all that modified internally. Uh, it's got standard mil-spec trigger. Uh, the internals were the same ones that, like the bolt carrier group and stuff, stock, it's what it came with.
0: Five, inch, five inches. Is it? Uh,
2: yeah. i put an A2 stock on mine, a nice fixed stock, yeah. as opposed to everybody who's got their collapsible, you know, pistol grips and, uh, your gun is stocks. heavy. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to go with the old tried and true M16y weenie m 16 a 2 stock. And I love it. I, I legitimately actually, love do that like stock. I do and it's got a poor man's ACOG on it. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of me for that. I too. actually like that site.
0: It's actually pretty nice.
2: I think it's fine for close range. Like when we did those drills for, uh, yeah. there were like that five yard target acquisition on the, uh, Silhouette targets. I was keeping up with everybody that had red dots and stuff. So. Well, Dakota
1: and Dakota Thomas and Max spend insane amounts of money on their guns. So I don't, you know what's crazy is expensive.
0: we still have cheap guns compared to some people. <laughs> oh Very
1: yeah, true. compared to the the people you follow on Instagram. Oh well, yeah, mine yeah. mine's clearance essentially. Dakota has what do you have? Like three thousand dollar AR? Yeah, something like
3: that.
0: Yeah, see, his is more expensive than mine.
3: Yeah, mine's about
0: three. I have about three. That I'm makes me want to vomit, dude.
3: Mine's- I got I I barely spent anything on it because of Biden bucks. That's true. Almost all of that thing is from stimulus checks. Thanks. Almost the entire thing. I probably Thanks, spent government. maybe, maybe what, I don't know, six hundred of my own money on it. I maybe get, I didn't get any stimulus checks. It's
0: because you don't work.
3: I have a job now. Dependent bitch. I don't work,
1: Somebody's but I have a job. Phone Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, so I have these headphones on, and every time I take them off, it's a completely different atmosphere in here. Like, it's so weird. How you guys are hearing everything, and how I'm hearing everything. I know this is like weird for people listening. They're like, what the heck is he talking about? But like, it, it's everyone's like it right weird. here. Dave cool. has headphones on right yeah now, I have so headphones on.
3: <laughs> Every episode he I'm,
1: does. I'm just checking everyone's levels while we record. But like, it's just weird once you we take a do one. a mic check in the middle of this year.
0: Nope. Fair just, do not scream. <laughs> 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 you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna hurt. It peaks. That would yeah, that would hurt really bad. Um. Okay, so you talked about. Jaden
3: claims he can't edit oh, out certain. Oh, and course. as far as
0: philosophy goes, for my
2: AR, everybody, pretty much everybody here at this table, I think they built theirs for more like, uh, like rapid movement kind of thing. Where yeah. I built mine is more like a old school uh, DMR type, like, uh, yeah. like how the Marines used to do in Fallujah and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. My reasoning behind that, I don't know if anybody's ever asked me about this. is Like, we live in Western Pennsylvania, so I figure you're sniping. If, if in the case that we <laughs> right. get into the where we need to be using our rifles, a DMR style, like something that can hit a thousand yards easily is not a 1, thousand, a hundred. My bad. I'm ti- I'm very, I'm very tired. Um, but yeah, I figured, you know, something for woodland and stuff would be, yeah. you're not that's wrong. You're that's why idea. I mean,
0: that's what my, my main rifle has a scope. That's a one I, I opted for a one to six instead of a fixed because I like having the, the option, yeah, but it's, nice. it's very heavy is the downside to that. Like it adds a lot of weight.
3: One of these days, I'll get my magnifier, and then I'll I'll be a little bit better off.
0: But I'll
3: buy an AR. That's not
2: just sucking it up and using four, four zoom up. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Right. Hey man. See, my original reason. There's pros I, and cons to everything. Yeah, because I, I actually thought about doing that, I'm just and then stubborn. <laughs> the, the reason that I decided against it was because I have technically an AR-15 pistol, and I was gonna get like. A long configuration or not, I guess not long but normal 16 inch barrel and then I was going to get a little baby barrel and then I could just use it for both mm-hmm. you know but I, obviously that money has come up so that or I guess I should say hasn't come up. Dollar so. signs usually uh, <laughs> the stimulus it. checks stopped flowing so <laughs> I got where I got and now I pretty much have like one more, maybe two more things I'd like my, to change. My Biden bucks stopped coming yeah. through. Yeah. because I, I, have, I have a bummer. real job so right, I, I don't, right, get, I don't get the Biden bucks anymore. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate
2: yeah i, I never got i can't the just unemployment I, stuff. yeah i can't just put myself on unemployment all right I get, what, I get what you're going for
3: where's where's my bonus for literally not missing a single day
2: <laughs> where's my <laughs> bonus for stimulating the
1: economy yeah, Dude, where's, where's, yeah. that, where's this all at that was something that like pissed me off when the whole COVID thing like first happened because i had a job as a factory worker and casey was an essential worker i was an essential worker but i no one ever said thank you to me <laughs>
2: Thank you for your service. I'm the reason <laughs> you have a refrigerator. <laughs>
1: Thank you for your service. You, 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 you plated car parts. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm the reason you have a
0: car.
3: Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I bet you guys think it's really convenient to drive over a river. Yeah.
0: Huh? I think we'd have a lot less problems if people had to suck it up and walk through a river. I agree. I think,
3: oh, I agree. I mean, I think if I had to afford a river, problem. I'd be a much better person. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that across the board. <laughs> I just thought, I just thought that was a weird thankfully, thing. Thankfully, we're a convenient seeking place yes as a whole so fortunately well for me financially yeah fair enough (laughs) the two
1: f's
3: (laughs) fortunately and financially um
1: no i just i just thought that was weird like people that were like grocery store workers were always getting thanked as essential workers and i was like what come on i don't even come on celery (laughs)
3: finna give you covid (laughs) wait what is celery about to give you covid no could, could i got you. a lot
2: of free pizza <laughs> dude i didn't get anything
1: i didn't get a stimulus check I, yeah I, but you got to sit at home <laughs> i got let no because i was working no yeah, he was working then for the first six months and then you got yeah. fired no <laughs> i quit no, no. <laughs> although i think hr thinks i got fired still quit under dubious circumstance <laughs> yeah i got into a fight with the boss and quit but the boss said he fired me but i was like nah dude i quit <laughs> but
2: it's still up for debate. It's,
1: yeah. Who knows? Who cares though? Um, Casey. Yes. Uh, let's talk about beliefs, beliefs. Okay. So you grew up going to a Christian school. Indeed. Indeed. I did. So what is was in your class? If you, you were, <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't, I mean, you didn't do much,
2: but you were That's there. Fair. I did not do much. <laughs> actually, I was actually a very stellar student up until like sixth grade. I was like principals, I got the award a couple times for having really? a high, like you know percentage in the entire. Yeah, I was. I was never a good student, but I did everything else. You know what was really funny is I was a really good student until I realized it's like oh this this is pointless, and then and then after that it was just downhill. Yeah. I no, it's back to belief. I failed like everything,
1: <laughs> but um, okay. So so you went to a Christian school. How did that affect you
2: with what you believe? Um, well, I actually I went to a church as well. I went to church. I was. Went to a Christian school. If if I'm entirely honest, it's a it was kind of a blessing and a curse to go because if there was anything that pushed me away from Christianity, it was Heights. Same. I we would go in there. We would get a very watered down. I didn't know it was watered down at the time, but right. It was, was it yeah. was not at all. Hey, for, it was not at all fulfilling. Yeah. Learning about it, it was like oh, I was more like a drag. Man, I and heard then... this story five times already. Mm-hmm. It's like... Well, wait for the twist. Yeah. <laughs> the twist is is that I actually never lost that opinion <laughs> but no I, I I think actually in general Christian schooling is is terrible for Christianity at least in America I honestly think that uh they just they it, when you turn something as personal as a religious belief religious even just like religious following into school that just it becomes monotonous not necessarily even just monotonous it becomes... Less, it, it becomes less personal but it also becomes less it's not part of your life it's something mm-hmm. it's just something it's that like, you like going do. to work or something yeah, like that it, it becomes a subject like the, the way that science I... or math or something mm-hmm. it, it's less it's not something that drives you because belief is something that should drive you you should act according to conviction on your beliefs and when you make religion a subject as opposed to a conviction, that is when you turn into the problem that we had with Evangel Heights and other stuff like that. It's just
1: I agree with that. the 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 way that I explain it is, um, Evangel Heights taught me how to learn the Bible, and they taught me how to be a Pharisee. They taught me all of those things, but they never once taught me how to have a relationship with God. See, I kind of disagree.
2: Really, you do? I do. Yeah, I think I think they kind of. I, I, I recall, at least, them pushing the whole, oh, it's personal, you got to make it your own kind of thing. But they would only give us certain parts of the Bible. Like, I never knew, like, for those of you who don't know me, Ecclesiastes is my favorite <laughs> book of the Bible. But I didn't know anything about Ecclesiastes until I was 20 years old. That, like, yeah, I had okay. lived two decades, and I had never even, like, oh, I should read Ecclesiastes. While we were seeing the books of the bible like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i agree with
1: that but i I think that they taught me how to
2: like they taught well, i'm not disagreeing with your personal experience i'm just yeah, saying yeah, i yeah. have a different opinion a different experience mm-hmm.
1: but like i maybe maybe they did they pushed the relationship thing but they never i never understood it personally they told you that you needed to do it
2: but never gave you like yeah. the uh blueprint to actually do it yourself
1: yeah and so when i when i because it, it did like you said it pushed me away but when I got out of school and it wasn't that everyday school thing, I, was, I wasn't following God. I wasn't reading my Bible every day because like, oh, I don't have to do it anymore. And then when I started to get back into it, I was like, oh, I know how to read the Bible. I know how to study these things. I've been doing it my whole life. I know how to memorize verses. And then once my brain clicked and I was like, oh, I understand the relationship mm-hmm. now. I was like oh i can do this like i get all different aspects of it because they taught me this one aspect and then i walked away from it and then when i started to pick it back up my like everything clicked together i was like oh i get it yeah i don't know if you're like anything personality wise like i am but that was that was my biggest thing is once i was not forced to do it and i did it on my own accord was whenever
2: i was like oh hey Mm -hmm. like that's I think my big thing was is that I didn't trust what they were saying to me because it was more like they were saying one thing and acting another way. Mm. Now, I'm not going to lie. I had an extreme bias, and I'm sure there was a lot of problems on my part. (laughs) But looking back, even with a hindsight kind of thing and trying to look at it more objectively, I I think a big – and it's not even just like Evangel Heights per se. It's just I think American Christianity, Western Christianity, a lot – that we have a lot of – problem with we say one thing and do another and that always as someone who has a like incredible trust issues i always thought that was a disservice mm-hmm. i always hated how they would pull their punches they would say the uh you know i'm gonna pull back to ecclesiastes they'd always tell us you know jesus loves you kind of thing but they never tell us that life is meaningless <laughs> <laughs> it says that in the opening of ecclesiastes Yeah, know it, it means a certain thing but we never had to think beyond oh jesus love yeah i agree I always thought it was a big disservice, and when they would try to talk about, when most people there would try to talk about the bigger things, I, I wouldn't trust them because it always felt like they had a motive rather than mm. just trying to give me information. information. Yeah. Now, I, like I said, that's probably partially paranoia, but also I think there was at least something a little bit to that, I a think... little bit of water to that arsenic, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I think that's a lot of people's problem with Christians and Christianity, You feel like, uh, like they feel like we have an ulterior motive, and some people do. I'd say a lot
2: of people do. Yeah, they're like, I want you in my church. I want you to come do stuff here, and like a lot of it's social. I I would say a lot of people have the. I'm not saying they're not real Christians by any means, but I'm saying I think a lot of people they use it as a number game. It's like, how many people can I bring to Christ? How many people can I do this? It'll It'll make me look better in the church. It'll make me do this. When, again, that kind of waters it down to something you're doing it's not it's not a conviction it's not something you're driven by it's not something that legitimately your mind only focuses on and drives you crazy it's it's just another thing to benefit you it's another profit kind of thing
1: that was something that we discussed on the Guatemala trip Uh, one of the ladies that went she they asked us a question we did like an exit interview thing that we're doing for this cool big video that we're doing and one of the questions was how were your expectations met and or not met for the trip and she said well i went into this thinking oh my gosh i'm gonna get to go to another country and lead people to christ it's gonna be this cool thing and then she said but that's not what happened at all
2: like turns out they're closer to christ than you ever were yeah
1: like I, i was changed and it was more about actually genuinely being there for people than the bringing them to christ and all that like and that's how jesus lived and like like people like I hate when people are like oh we can't have those people in the church cuz they're gay. It's like well Jesus invited the gays to church. Like th- that's not how the Bible tells us to live. Like we're not it's not a social thing. Like we're not supposed to be just numbers numbers numbers. Get these more people in the church. Let's make this money. Let's do that It's not that's not how it should be in my opinion. I would agree. And I just I it was cool to watch that girl on our trips. Like I was cool to watch her brain Go from that Christianity in America to oh, there's more to this, and I think that that's something that mission trips do for people, a lot of times. And we, everyone here's been on one. That's cool. I didn't even think about that.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. love to do another. Who was it? it Might have been you actually, or who said? It? I think it was whenever we went to the beach the other day. Like if we could just do like was a mission. You. Was it? Yeah, was it you? If we could just do a missions trip that was, like, not necessarily through any organization or church or anything, and it was just, like... All of us. Our group, and we just, like, went somewhere and just did things the for boys people. boys go international. Dude, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that, that be just be, sweet? like, literally amazing? That'd be so fun. It'd
2: be very directionless, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's what I mean. Like, if they're... like Just I, show I up
2: in a country and be like,
1: uh... Who needs help
3: with what? Well, no, like
2: like, like
1: <laughs> not, like, through a church or anything, but, like, I'm gaining contacts in different countries now and it's cool like say like I called up Wesley the missionary that I was with last month and I was just like hey I got a group that wants to come do you got stuff for us to do and he was just like yeah and we just go that'd be sweet right yeah that'd I'd be so, so cool. fun that would be interesting Dakota dude, I remember Dakota was like dude I don't know why I would ever come back home <laughs> i, yeah, a, I big, seriously yeah.
2: thought about not coming home when we went to jamaica
3: they yeah were, i jamaica like, was lovely. one of the
2: biggest decisions i made in my life was just like not just walking off from the group because i know nobody would have ever realized until they were on the plane so it was too late yeah i'd have been i'd have been gone i'd have been like see like in that's literally that's
3: a place where i actually think that i could just convince myself to not come back like jamaica. seriously yeah
1: it was sweet there
3: because honestly like i know that like we did not see, like, probably the worst of Jamaica while we were there, but I saw enough of it to know that there's worse there, and now I kind of want to see it, yeah. you know? That's what, like, it,
2: it, the scary bits of a country are the best parts. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, we, there I was... Hate there hate resorts was... and stuff, but, oh, like,
3: Oh, yeah, no, that was St. Lucia. Never mind. On our St. Lucia trip... The most of it i mean that was that was definitely like an easy first missions trip like there was not really a whole lot of culture shock to deal with or anything like mm-hmm. that but there was one night and i don't remember the name of the village but there was one night and they like gave us like this prefaced warning they're like hey like we're not really supposed to like bring you here like there's definitely demons all over this town but we're gonna do it there's like, they were like, there's this church there. There's this guy. He's been like working hard for like two years to try to build this church in this terrible area and all this stuff. And I remember like as soon, I like there was literally like, you know, how there's like a you know, township sign or something like that. Like you've entered a new place. I remember as soon as we passed this sign for this place, it was just a wood sign. I don't remember the name of it for the life of me. But as soon as we drove past that sign, my insides went down, straight down. I just immediately felt the difference as soon as we drove past that sign. Isn't it it, crazy? And it didn't feel good until I got back in Atlanta. That's nuts. Like, five days later. (laughs) Like, that feeling never really
2: went the full way away. That's the thing about fear. It's like, it's really cool after it happens. It's really awesome after it, it happens.
3: It was just crazy because, like, and that was, like, the only village we went to at night, which I thought was interesting that we chose the worst village to go to at night. When they, that is told, weird. yeah, I thought that was an interesting decision. Hell or high water, boys. I thought that was a let's, real interesting decision from the leadership. Let's team. take a bunch of kids see, <laughs> to another country in a demon-filled village see now, at night. See now, <laughs> now I would be like, let's spend the night. They were like, 50, you, know you were like I mean? 15 though, right? Oh, it was 2014. You're like 10th 14, tenth grade, and tenth uh, grade, grade, I think. Whatever that, that is, I were. think <laughs> it was 2014. That's crazy. It was 2014, whatever, whatever, however old I was then, but I just, I remember that feeling, and it, like, and, like, we would drive past people, and, like, it literally looked like we were just driving past demon-possessed people. Like, there'd just be people, like, walking, mouths open, just, like, holding an empty plastic bag, literally just walking. Yeah. And, like, nothing but flip-flops. That's, that's so. It. So it' sounds November.
2: like a couple streets down from where
3: Jaden lives. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, like that. That was like what it felt like. I was like, I don't know if that's like demons or crack or both or it's what. Both it's crack know, demons. it's just, just like, why? Why did we decide to come here at night? Like I was like, I'm a little innocent boy still. What's going on? But like <laughs> you now,
1: weren't after that.
3: <laughs> but now I'm like, give me the crackheads.
1: So so in November I'm supposed to go to the Dominican and yeah that, that one that they, one's gonna be different they talk about the dominican like that place is heavy with yeah, like food and, and stuff like that and like i'm kind of excited but on the same hand i'm like okay this is gonna be a war in my like spiritually for me
3: yeah it was gonna be different
1: i'm ex- I'm excited for it but like in the cards when i was in guatemala i was talking to wesley the missionary there this is we're not talking <laughs> about
2: casey anymore but <laughs> i'm glad this is my
1: episode <laughs> <laughs> i was talking to Wesley. And he was like, hey, are you interested in going, like, anywhere else? And I was like, yeah. I mean, sure, why not? And he's like, I got a buddy in India. And I was like, what? And he's like, I'll give him your number. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, he needs help down there. You want to go? I was like, sure, I guess. India would
3: be a, an interest. I feel like I would do India. And it would be sweet.
1: And then Africa is in the cards for me, too. Dude, I might be traveling the Africa world might in the upcoming hard, couple of years.
3: Wait, I thought you had a real job.
2: How you can travel the world? I have a real
1: <laughs> job where I'm a contractor uh i worked like four hours today
2: <laughs> africa would be that must have room. been tough it was
1: great i was sitting in my room <laughs> um okay casey yes back to your beliefs um so i don't know if you were you always a quote unquote christian
2: uh no i would say no yeah so like uh,
1: where did you struggle where did you go what did you study it was,
2: it was mostly the big thing was i guess i went to the old like uh I can't know, so why bother? Not, not why bother, but, you know, it was more like, uh, I forget what the word is for that. It's really drawn a blank on me.
3: Like, did you want fact? No, it wasn't even quite
2: that. It wasn't like the whole, you know, call to science kind of thing where they was like, well, I just look at the science kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was like, because I know there's mystic things. I know there's, even if you just look at philosophy, there's things beyond the natural. That's That's, metaphysics is beyond physics. It is what is beyond. So You're kind of complacent, You're just like eh. not necessarily complacent because I was like, I was reading, I was doing philosophy, like looking at philosophies. I was looking, I guess, I was just trying to find something that was fulfilling because I don't know. Evangel Heights really just made me like hate Christianity. I was like, man, I do not want to be involved with these hypocrites. I don't, I don't want people to. I don't want to be involved with these people. I don't want to be lumped in with them. I don't even want to be thought of in the same page as these people. Not necessarily like you guys per se, but like kind of as a group. Like, I mean, probably at the time you yeah, thought it no, was I, awesome. Yeah, no, I <laughs> no, understand actually even like as a, like as our class I always kind of respect the fact that everybody was kind of at least a little more honest about things in general there are other people well, well, who we were
3: definitely always told people how it was
2: but uh just it was just kind of a thing I didn't really want to be lumped in with that mess I thought most people were fools and I think I was probably right with that guess but <laughs> I was just as much as a fool as them though was the thing that that's the funny bit it's like you think you're more intelligent than everybody and then you realize that you're just you're just as dumb or if not
1: dumber in different ways
3: <laughs> maybe but yeah dude
2: once
1: i realized all of the adults on the planet have no idea what's going on either. I was like,
3: oh. This is easy. I was like, we're good. Life got way easier once I realized <laughs> nobody knows.
2: Once I realized that most people are just, you know, oxygen thieves, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was easy after that. I like that. <laughs> so the philosophy that you studied, right?
1: Mm-hmm. What, what, what about that stuff?
2: Uh, a lot of it was ex- like existentialism and uh, nihilism, anything between that. Just just the kind of things were like, Developed in the after the humanities became big, so it was, it was mostly like post Renaissance kind of stuff. I looked at a little bit of uh, you know, middle age, like uh, Descartes and stuff like that. Aquinas, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. what's that guy's uh, so I subscribe to like Stoicism. Stoicism's
1: cool. I, uh, I, I like, I genuinely feel like nowadays I still subscribe to that type of stuff. Not all of it, some of it's weird. Like the one, th- what's the guy's name? You remember no um the one the one theory that he had or like philosophy was if my child dies he's dead there's no reason to cry over it whatever who cares like it not who cares but like it's over so like i should not be done about it yeah yeah and i should not waste my time and i agree but i like i'm also like okay well that's a little harsh but like the whole over-encompassing idea of stoicism i i
2: subscribe to still i would agree with that stoicism at least in general, some, like, to be in control is of, of at least the self. Because it was one of those Greek philosophers, like one of the ancient Greeks that said, uh, I can't remember which one it is. So pardon me on that one. They said something like, the most shameful thing to to be is to be conquered by oneself or something like that. And I always thought that was good. It's actually the background of my computer. Just so, <laughs> just so when I see it, it's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't. You know, it's the same thing. It's like, you need to conquer the self. Don't give in to desire. yeah, he isn't that kind of stuff. Right. So... That was another big thing, actually, was hedonism, like, that was always something that bothered me, at least at Evangel Heights, it was like, it was a very hedonistic culture, Mm -hmm. yet we claimed to be about something that was supposed to be beyond physical desire, beyond convenience, and I could be seeing it differently, uh, or even incorrectly, but it always seemed to me it was very hedonistic, at least there.
1: I think there's a level, and I I think that us as a group, we have exceeded this, but there's a level of Christians that they just kind of, they're at the level that they're at and they're good. But like us as a group, we are always looking for more or like trying to find answers to different questions. And to an extent it gets annoying and it gets hard because you're like,
2: okay, well I can't find an answer to that. You're never going to know because it bothers you. Yeah. But like, (laughs) no, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like, it's not like you can't just be like, Oh, you know, it against your stoicism thing. It's like, you can't be just like, Oh, it is what it is. It's like, if you don't look at it, you're gonna feel bothered by it. Yeah. It's gonna weigh on your mind. It'll be on your shoulders.
1: And there's a lot of Christians that don't have that. And they just they're okay with where they're at. And I feel like that's what sets us as people and other people that are like that apart where we're like, okay, well let's talk about that. Let's figure that thing out. But why? Yeah. And then there's <laughs> other people that are just like, who cares why? I'm like, no, we should care why. But I think that's where that's where like <clears throat> That's where you're coming from, right? Yeah. Okay, cool.
3: Um what
1: else? Um
3: So did you did you like mostly just focus on like reading up on philosophy or do you actually consider other religion?
2: Um it depends on what you mean by the or religion.
3: Or like, like look into seeing if you would believe in
2: other religions. I never considered whatever. anything like Did anything. you try and
3: become a Muslim?
2: No, I know. <laughs> I looked at the robes, and I was like, eh, hey, that's kinda tempting, you know. I was like, <laughs> I'd go pray to mosque? <laughs> I'd I'd face
3: East. uh, I'd I'd probably be a Buddhist. The
2: closest thing I would have gotten to, I would say, would probably be Eastern religion like that. And even then, it wasn't anything crazy. I just always thought the idea of balance was always really cool and interesting. Mm -hmm. I think that's very applicable to Christian philosophy as well, is the idea of balance. Like, you need to be balanced in in your belief. You need to be be your yin and yang kind of deal. As cheesy as that sounds, I I think you do need to be... It's true. Yeah, it was actually that was kind of one of the things I was figuring out when I went on my hiatus from your group. There was uh,
3: first or I, second.
2: When'd you get Canadian? You went <laughs> from your group there. From your group there, huh? <laughs> Up north. Yeah, man, that's where I went. Man, that's where <laughs> I got my Spent into. a few months
0: in Michigan, oh, in Michigan yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin,
2: Wisconsin. But uh, anyway, it was like I was str- like I was very uh, I was struggling and very furious, but I could never come to the reason why, and then. I can't even say exactly how I got to the point, but I realized like, oh, it's me. (laughs) I'm the problem. (laughs) I pull on the rope, but who's at the other end? (laughs) Me. (laughs) It's that meme of Spider-Man pointing at himself. I was unbalanced within myself. I was not able to, I was not balanced. That's the best way I can describe it is I was unkiltered. I think that
1: hiatus that you took and like, for me, it wasn't a hiatus. It was just like experiencing different things and like taking a minute and being like, oh, okay. But like, I think that that's something that everyone needs to go through, but no one does. I think you need to be able
2: to spend time with yourself and actually look yeah. at the hard things.
1: But like, but like that realization, I mean, yeah, like that realization of, okay, let me be in control of myself. And then I start to see the world in a different way. I think the world that we live in, no one does that, mm. and that's why everyone is so
2: off the wall. Yeah, I say I, I would agree with that. I think people get pulled, like not to speak politically, but people get pulled one way or the other, left or right, you know, kind of deal. And then they feel like, oh, if I'm being pulled this way, that must mean I either need to a fight against it because I'm being pulled away, or I need to go with it. They never consider that maybe they need to distance themselves. They never consider the fact that maybe they need to distance and figure out what they actually believe, what actually compels them, what actually causes them to have drive. Mm-hmm. Because I before I actually became friends with you guys, I would never describe myself as someone with drive or ambition. And I would say it was mostly because of that. I had no idea. I was unbalanced. I had no idea what I believe, whatever, you know. But once you, once you at least in a very small spectrum, get yourself in line, then you become like driven and ambitious. Yeah. You have goals, plans, maybe not even plans, just, you know, you're willing to do, you're willing to act. I think the willingness to act is, is is very much a thing that is, willingness to act on one's own accord, one's own conviction, because a lot of people act when they're told to kind of thing, but not a lot of people will act on their own conviction kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So, I think I think I think you're right though everybody kind of needs to figure out who out. they are in the least cheesy way possible yeah yeah like
1: like, for me I didn't know like not just like girls but like how I did not know how to have a relationship with my friends or my family and then like I, I still don't so that's <laughs> like, like I took the, those two years where I was in college I was experiencing what the world was like versus what Evangel Heights was like. And I was like, well, where do I sit in the middle? Because I don't like the world that I'm seeing right here. And I don't like where I was back there. So where am I? Who am I? Where do I fit into all this? And when when you can sit down and you can see that and you start like being self-aware, everything just becomes easier. Because like you said, like, I don't feel like I have goals for my life right now. But I have a lot of doors that are opening, and a lot of doors that have opened that I've already walked through.
3: Don't mind me. I can't hit it. Got him. Job,
1: Dakota killed an ant with his phone. But like, I, I, I'm not that I have goals, but I have. I'm willing to do things, and I'm willing to open up to all these things, and I'm willing to just let God lead my life where it's going. Cause like right now, I have a job that lets me. Go on a month missions trip that lets me go to this camp next week and minister to these kids—not minister, but counsel. Be there for these kids that don't have parents, that don't have steady families. Thirteen-year-olds that are rubbing snuff and watch their parents do heroin. Like, those are the kids that I'm going to next week, and it—I'm there to just be there with them. And I like all of these things are just falling into place in my life right now, and I think it's just because I'm more open to everything. No I'm saying? No? No, I'm no. <laughs> no idea. No, I'm sorry. Um Casey, do you have any final things you would like to say or something you want to hit on?
2: Nope. <laughs> nope. I honestly can't think of anything. Like okay. I said, I got blindsided with this. I'm very tired right now. <laughs>
0: Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, yeah. no it's been a long time coming. I know we've talked about you several times.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah. next time we'll, we'll have a little bit more time for
2: yeah, maybe preparation. I can, I can bring some notes or something. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> it's all right, man. Makes you no,
3: feel any all, better. I literally brought notes for one episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: you, you could, uh, Start thinking of some stuff. topics
1: you want to talk about. We'll have you back on.
3: Okay. <laughs> 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 I
2: don't know, man. I spent like 40 minutes in the back of a car today. Yeah. That was on its side, so I'm very tired. My legs <laughs> hurt.
1: My Good for you. You're, you're a true American hero. Don't say that.
3: Thank <laughs> you for your service. On Thank the front you lines. for your service. T-Y-F-Y-S.
0: He's the medic. He's the medic for our boog team.
2: <laughs>
3: kinda. <laughs> <laughs>
0: medic.
2: Kinda. You're, you're the closest. Hey, closest look, thing we got, you buddy. Will be, you will be soon. <laughs> Here's a pair of socks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a pair of socks and ibuprofen, right?
2: Wrap <laughs> you
3: you your right. arm real tight. All well, right.
1: This has been
0: Common Chaos Podcast. Episode twenty seven. Check us out on Instagram at the Common Chaos Project. Period between all those words. Um, hopefully some good content coming your way. Um, we'll see by the time this episode airs, it will be the two weeks from now nineteenth. You guys should
3: become if, cool and not have we, social media. If we <laughs>
0: don't record
3: I did that for a while.
0: I don't know. You're gonna be Jaden's gonna be gone. I'll be back. If, if we can record Sunday night the 18th, then we will have episodes for the next couple weeks after that. If not, I'm going to be gone because I'm married. getting married. Oh, buddy, you're getting married? Yeah. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah.
1: We I should guess. be able to record on the 18th, but Thomas's wedding is on the 24th. On 24th yeah, so we'll, if
0: there's not an episode, blame him and his wife. Yeah, they're, so they're, I won't be around to record anything that weekend or the following weekend.
2: I've got one question. Is it a dry wedding? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that RSVP I sent? Send it back. <laughs>
1: maybe, Don't let Maddie hear that. She'll kill you. <laughs> maybe we'll have one without Thomas.
0: Yeah, guys um, go for it. We'll, we'll have see.
3: a wet pregame, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. Um, That's gross. Don't either say either, it like either, that. Either way, A once once I, once I get back, we yes. we need soaking wet pregame. And we
0: get oh, yeah. and we get Matt back. Um, we should Drowning probably we should it. probably do another housekeeping episode.
3: Why are we episode. talking about this on yeah. the episode? Well, this is
0: information for them. This is information for the other people.
3: For your avid listeners yeah yeah. But we, yeah. All, like, we, whole we whole have like or... two weeks to discuss that not yeah, with guess. them this
0: is the last time they'll
3: hear us it, yeah. no I thought we just said we're recording the 18th if we if do
0: we, if we can we, I guess we're probably we probably are. will yeah. probably will <laughs> but hey disregard
3: all of this <laughs>
1: thanks for listening this has been the Comic Cast Podcast episode 27. thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye everybody
2: I won't see you next time